Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the Pete and Sebastian Show with Pete Corielli and Sebastian Maniscalco. from Boston. So your friend has some sexy toes, huh, Bisque? The most beautiful feet that you've ever seen? I gotta admit, I can't help but wonder, is he sporting some size 9 squirrel feet like you? Or does the dude have some Viking ships at the end of his legs that you're just so envious of? Packing some hammer toes. What is it, kid? What type of men's feet are you so into? I know the listeners need to know. Do tell, kid. Yeah, no, this is fucked up. Fucked up, guy. It looks full. It looks great. It looks thick. I mean, if it keeps going like that, you're going to be the guy who's going to want to do you for the, for the new pamphlet at the place. <laughs> I've never been the pamphlet guy. That's a funny thing, right? Whoever gets the pamphlet, like, do you ever, whoever gets their teeth done, did I ever get the call? Go, guy, your teeth came out so good. We want to put you on the brochure moving forward. All right. You ready to go? <laughs> It's good yeah. to see you, bro. Pete Sebastian Show, baby. We're back. The show is back. People, I can't thank the people enough when I'm out and I say hi after the shows, how much it means to them, how much it means to us to do it. We're having a blast. I'm glad we're bringing laughter. How you doing, brother? How's everything? You're looking good. Like I said, precast, that freaking hair looks like it's growing, multiplying. Oh, that's good. It's good to know it's the biotin. It's kicking in. There we go, Patrick. Uh, There's welcome. the first ad. Do we got anything going on with biotin? Is that is that a thing? <laughs> Hopefully that's a, that, the, that'll be part of the supplement ad. Biotin for hair growth. Ah, <laughs> uh, welcome to the Pete Sebastian Show. First and uh, foremost, I got to apologize for I don't know when the hell that podcast is going to come out. I did it underneath. Uh, it looked like I was in a fu- a coma. Uh, the last one we oh. did, it, 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 bro, I don't know, man. I, it, I don't know what happened to me coming. Where was I? Oh, that was off the special. 
So apologies on that. Number two, Patreon. All right, people are chirping about Patreon. Just want to make the regular listeners um, aware that there is a Patreon. Five bucks a month. One episode behind the scenes. It's going up, bro. It's going up. Patreon actually called me and said, we don't know if we could hold this many subscribers. (laughs) I was thinking about a little perk I wanted to give to the Patreon listeners, but I don't know how it would work. But listen... You know, I mean, people that don't get Patreon, we love doing the shows we're giving you, and we'll never stop giving them to you. But sometimes you want to go a little outside the box, you want to give a little more. I, I don't know, man. I really, you know, I, 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 I wouldn't look at it as five bucks for one show. I'd look at it as five bucks to keep the entire Pete and Sebastian experience running flawlessly. <laughs> but either way, but yeah, you know, appreciate the people that did sign up. Yeah, so, we want to thank you guys for being part of the family. Go ahead. I don't want to, I'm sorry, I'm babbling here, but like, as you know, um, just went to Berlin, Germany with Jackie for the marathon. Now, again, I was thinking, right, because took a lot of photos, some video, and this isn't like, oh, I'm trying to keep it from the regular cast listeners, of course not. But in a little bit of a different format, I was wondering, do we make it a Patreon show where it's a sort of slideshow along the way, like, you know, like... uh, this is where we were when this happened. Let me tell you what happened. And you know, you'll come back with who's the guy in the corner with the green hat. You know, you know how that goes. I would love anytime we do a vacation or an out-of-town experience right. that we do it on Patreon and it is accompanied by audio and visual. I mean. I like that. I like that. You know, it's a little travel log. I By the end of that Patreon episode, you will know if you think you ever need to go to Berlin. Just I'm not telling you whether you do or not, just based on my stories and our discussions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so we'll, we'll put your Berlin story on the shelf for Patreon. Uh, what I want to get into right off the bat is... Uh, I'm a solo dad right now while Lana is knocking back tequila with five moms in Mexico. Oh, that's exciting, bro. It's exciting, right, man? I mean, you got, I mean, it, you you feel like how long have you had him alone now? Is this night night number 1 or what? What are we on? Uh, so yesterday I came home 1 in the afternoon. I got him in the car. And we went to another father's house whose wife is with Lana. And we did a little pool day over there. He made some steaks. We had dinner with the kids there. I got him home. Gave him a bath. I have to say, man, being with daddy, it's like being in the army. It's like a time, you know. Being in the army, but, but, the, but we did an upgrade on the barracks and the menu. <laughs> Kids, let's not forget they're not sleeping on cots, guy. <laughs> I seen that marble pump they bathing. <laughs> like Eddie Murphy coming to America when the three chicks come up around them, they're all clean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding though. I know what you're saying you got him on a rigid time sketch. I like that. Uh, yeah, no floating so around. What I think? <clears throat> no, there's no. We get in, we get in the tub. I, you know, it's it's you know, we're in the bed. We read the book. We're having fun, but we're moving. But here's where my hiccup was this morning, 
And I even text Lana. I said, I, I don't know if you've ever had to do Sadie's hair. A uh, ponytail or a braid or have you been doing her hair at all? No. The only time I've ever done it, very young, just one big, t- almost like, you know, when you finish with a garbage bag in the kitchen and you just spin it and then you put a twist tie around it. That that That's it. That's a ponytail. Like it looks like a horse's tail. Once it got beyond that, I'm out. I've never done anything with it. All right, well, so what are you doing? You're trying to do a three braid fucking ger- German well, braid or something, guy? Okay. <laughs> you can move to Germany. Well, here's here's an issue. Serafina's hair is curly. I see that. Yeah. So when when she gets up in the morning, it needs to be like brushed out. Now, I ain't good on the brushing out, bro. It uh, you know, it's like pull, it, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm pulling her her head off her her neck, you know. So know, I'm sitting there and I'm I'm putting water <laughs> on it, detangler. I'm 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 trying to get through this, and uh, I tried doing. I looked up a YouTube video <laughs> on how to do ponytails. Yeah, bro, if you've seen what's involved in doing a ponytail, it's not just gathering the hair and putting a, a thing on it. Yeah. There's a whole step. It takes about 10 and a half to 11 minutes to get a beautiful ponytail locked and loaded for school. Really? And I was trying this, uh, and it was a half hour. I, I just couldn't get it. So I ended up putting a little uh, headband on her, and she uh-huh. wore it down. Right. Well, I text Lana. I go, I go, what you're doing with the hair? Because you should see what Lana's doing. She's doing crisscross braids. She's doing... She's doing, it looks like a grid back there of hair. Yeah. And I, I couldn't even get a, a simple part. <laughs> well, mothers are so great, too, at holding the hair here and doing a hard brush out here. And the kid's, you know, in no pain. Like you said, I do it once. No. Kid jerks back, acts like I'm stabbing her, you know? Now, <laughs> your thing is, though, you know, you, you try, you kind of bail and put a bow on it because you don't have the, uh, the motivation of a divorce. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know your wife's coming back from Mexico with a tan, and she'll step right back in, you know? Otherwise, you send so, the kid off with the bow, and you'd be on YouTube the rest of the day going, I got to figure this shit out. Otherwise, my kid's going to be wearing a bow into eighth grade every day and a hat. Well, I mean, you could tell. You could tell I brought the kids to school, and even the teachers must have said, up. Uh, Lana must be out of town, just just based on the hair alone. Right, right. They didn't even open the lunchbox yet to see fucking lasagna. <laughs> Do you make the lunch? The, lunch, <laughs> the lunch is stellar. The hair looks like shit. Now, do you, oh do, you feel, so, do you feel that your kids feel like they can kind of break the rules a little bit without mom being home like or do, or do they or do, like or do they feel even more oh, i wish mom was here to loosen this up this guy's hardcore like I, I would see when dad's just home even though you keep a tight sketch i feel like they could they're, they're walking all over you right no i think it, it's the other way around really like I, I i yeah no i saw some some behavior that i go <laughs> i said this ain't mommy <laughs> <Okay>? <laughs> 
So yeah, we are uh, tightening the ship when Daddy's around. That's that's for sure. Mommy kind of lets things go, and oh. Mommy's a lot more patient and relaxed. Daddy's a little bit more, you know, firm when he wants to oh. get in the car to go to school. Oh, right. You know. So by the time your kids are like early teenagers, they they're gonna know your road schedule better than you do, right? Oh God, when is he doing that Vegas run? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I tell you what, uh, Caruso didn't want to put his shoes on this morning, and he took off running down the hallway, and I went after him, and it was reminiscent of, uh, you know, Walter Payton escaping tackles. This guy was I, – I had to dive and tackle this kid to get him in the car. Jeez. My God, man. So how many more days you got him alone? Not many. She's coming back tomorrow afternoon. She's been gone since Saturday, the, the – the nanny was here Saturday taking care of him. So it's a nice little time for Lana to get away. I, I, even, I even told her to go longer. She only went for four days. I said, go to Friday. Yeah. Relax. Get out of here. I mean, she hasn't been on a vacation by, her, by herself since the kids were born. So, uh, you know, she needs a definite break. So she's out and about. I got the house uh, yesterday. I don't, know, I don't know if you ever get this. I don't know. If, I don't know if I had an, an anxiety attack or a mini heart attack. What's your take on this? I was in bed and and talking about uh, Watt with the AFib. Yeah, yeah. I had a heart. My heart was racing, like at night, like sleeping, and it started to to go and kind of woke me up. And I'm like, what the hell is that? You ever have anything like that? Heart beating fast all of a sudden in the middle of the night. I can't. I don't. Not that I recall. Not that I recall. No. I mean, I've had pain. You're just. Yeah. You're the second guy. Hey, Patrick, you ever have anything like that? Any any heart? No. So, all right. This is what this is what's worrying me. Uh (laughs) I asked three people this already, and and everybody's looking at me like, nah, (laughs) never had that. I'm looking. I'm looking for someone to go, oh, yeah, no, I had that a couple of years ago. It was, it oh, was yeah. nothing. Oh, you got to keep fishing. Of course, bro. Don't stop till you find that guy. <laughs> of course. <laughs> as soon as I find that guy, that guy's going to be enough for me to not go to the doctor. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was uh, the first time I, I would, like, you know, go number two when I was blood was in the toilet. First two guys I called, no, oh, never happened to me. You should call your doctor. Third guy's like, guy, I've had that. You're either wiping too much or you just got a little tear in your ass. So I guarantee you give it to... And, and the third guy <laughs> slept like a baby. Cleared up within two days. You know, the other two guys, I'd have been sitting at the doctor freaking out. Before you know it, I would have been on ass bleed pills. You know what I'm saying, bro? <laughs> but uh, did you have a bad dream there, Chicklets? Is that why you stopped? Uh, no, no. <laughs> well, you know what? I've been dreaming a lot more clearer. Mm-hmm. Recently, I'm like remembering my dreams, which I've never used to remember my dreams at all. Right. But I did have a dream last night. Well, I don't think it was associated with the heartbeat. But then I'm thinking, because then I was thinking before I went to bed, I, you know, me, I'm always thinking, I'm going, you know, it's me and the kids here. If anything, anything happens to me at night, you know, yeah, what are they gonna do? Right. There's nobody here. 
You know, that, that, that goes through your head when you're like almost 50. Yeah. Like you go to the, ba- you go to the bathroom and you collapse and, and they wake up at 7 o'clock in the morning and daddy's on the floor in the bathroom. You got to ask. Is that normal? What would, be, what would be your move? What would be your move if daddy wasn't getting up? And, you know, I mean, again, just dipping a toe. Yeah. I told Serafina, I said, I said, anytime there's an emergency, you call 911. She knows what to do. No, that, well, that's that. Yeah, that would have to. I mean, just to dip a toe in Berlin. Um, I had Sadie with me. Well, Jackie's doing a marathon, and she's like lagging behind, looking around. And at one point, I did one of those. I don't know. It's like ten yards away from her, but I knew she couldn't. She didn't know where I was, and I knew she was about to look. And she looks up. Within, I'm saying, thirty-five seconds, just fear, fear. You know, just a bunch of people. She doesn't even know the country. And then I, I see her looking around, and I'm just like this. And then she makes eye contact. She comes over, and she goes, Dad, that was the scariest minute of my entire life. Right? <laughs> so, you know, you're sitting here saying, oh, if you don't wake up, uh, you know, obviously people listen to me be like, oh, the kids will be fine. But they, they wouldn't. Would she call 911? Would, she, would they cry on your chest for, until Lana got home? You know what I mean? That's what I think they would do. <laughs> I can't hear you right now. I got nothing. You can't hear oh, me? now I can. Now I can. Yeah. Yeah, it was you know what it was? It was a laugh, but nothing came out. It was this. Are you serious? <laughs> oh my god, bro. I don't like that. That's weird. <laughs> Are you doing it again right now? No, 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 no. I was in. I don't know. You you might you, your hearing might be going. That was a little chuckle underneath the right. Yeah, so I'll have to I'll have to like definitely start laughing out loud um or don't laugh at all if it's not funny <laughs> just smiling <laughs> if i'm smiling something's happening all right, all right. Uh, I'll take a smile. so i gotta i gotta i gotta jump jump off this train one second and tell you because before i forget over the weekend while yeah. i was on the road i knocked out the entire series of jeffrey dahmer on netflix Oh, wow. I just watched the first episode, a little of the second one last night. I just dipped and started. Okay. So when I was watching the first episode, I guess the first 25 minutes of that, I asked myself, should I be watching this? Were you uncomfortable at all watching this thing? It's beyond uncomfortable. I think we were supposed to be uncomfortable, right? I mean, I wasn't. I, I, whatever, people should have seen it by now. So I'm saying a little bit about that first episode. Oh, it's a true story. So Yeah, but when he was in the bar uh, and he was hitting on the three black guys uh, wanting to buy them a beer, you know, they were pleasant. That was seedy and it's in the way they were filming it. But I, I just, once we got back to his apartment, when he talked the one guy into going, that was, I paused at one point and looked over at Jackie. I'm like, is this fucking this is fucked up, right? And she's like, yeah, this is really uncomfortable. And she's like, he's so fucking dirty and sweaty too. And, uh, you know, it was, it was really good. The acting was phenomenal, right? Because we all felt it. This, yeah. I thought I was walking, watching a documentary. That's, that's how good this guy was. Now, this guy, after watching 10 episodes, how good of an actor this guy is, when I picture Jer- uh, Jeffrey Dahmer now, I don't even picture the real guy. I picture this guy. 
This is Jeffrey Dahmer now to me. (laughs) This guy. (laughs) Absolutely, man. (coughs) Yeah. yeah. This is not a spoiler alert. You've just scratched the surface of uncomfortableness with this with this series. Really? There's gonna be many there's gonna be many pauses and you're gonna go to Jackie. I need to go uh, throw up. Now, I, I got I gotta say, I as you said, this is now your Jeffrey Dahmer, and I get that. And some of these things are made so well and apparently so accurate that like I can't help thinking if I was like a teacher, especially in college, right? I would just go, we're going to plow through season one of this Jeffrey Dahmer thing, and you're going to learn more about life in this than I could ever teach you, right? Like, if you're ever thinking, I shouldn't go with this person, boom! You know what I mean? Just like, right away, I can't believe, then I can't believe he got there, and he's going, the guy he lured in, he's at the door, he smells rotting flesh, and he still goes in the apartment. Holy fuck. I mean, what does it take to keep you out at that point? Is that What does that smell? Oh, it's bad meat. It's bad meat. Uh, I chopped up meat and it went bad. You want a beer? Come on in. Okay. <laughs> All right. I was thinking the same thing. If I walked in anybody's place like that and I go, the hell's that? And they go, it's meat. I tell them, when this is clean, call me. And I leave. That's it. That's it. And, and I mean, I could see if maybe the guy looked like Brad Pitt, and he's sitting there holding yeah. a cleaver in his left hand going, ah, the fridge broke, the meat went everywhere. You go, all right, you're stunning. Where's the bed? Uh, but then when you lay down in the bed with Brad Pitt, and there's a blood spot next to you. You might have to go, guy, I am dying to bang you, but I draw the line at blood on a mattress. I mean, I draw the line. <laughs> I mean, and, and this is Jeffrey Dahmer. This ain't even BP. Oh, God. <laughs> the, yeah, just the apartment alone. It, it was just weird. And then he had that weird hair, like, matted to his forehead and the glasses. It's just like, God damn, man. It's like you... It, that guy's the portrait of a, a of a serial killer, and then you put him in that apartment with a blood stain and the smell. Get the fuck oh, out of there! I mean, oh, gone. Oh my god! And no one's saying nothing. They got this smell going through the whole damn uh, apartment complex, and they still got him in there. I know. The woman next door was complaining left and right about the the smell coming through her own vent, and uh, you know the police. Even the oh, did you see the police yet? That when they come. Oh, God. Wait, uh, you... In the first episode, wait, wait, yeah, and they, and they see the Polaroids. Photos. That's some gay stuff. Yeah. Oh. Oh, and they're in there. I know. <laughs> and well, they smell I mean, it. The police I, smell it. I, I, I was saying to Jackie, they get, if, if they didn't find the Polaroids, were they going to leave? I mean, holy shit. Clearly, something, there's something going on. This that, that first episode was so weird. Even the little things were weird, all right? Like, he put something in the guy's drink. And then when the guy goes to drink the beer, the guy looks at the beer and goes, what's that floating in my beer? And Dama goes, uh, I don't know. It's probably just soap dish. Drink it, you know? And the guy drinks it. It's like, even if it was soap shit, I ain't drinking it. You know what I'm saying? Like, is that how, like, desperate these people were for just a beer? That like, all right, I'll drink it with soap dish and shit. Yeah, no, they're like, he's like, it's the... 
it's dish soap. And the guy's like, all right, I'll have beer with dish soap. I, I would go, get me another one. Uh, yeah. Right uh, out the... Give me the can. Give me the can. You need a dirty yeah, glass. Give... Fucking thing probably had an eyeball in it before I got here. <laughs> <laughs> and the fall, oh, I had no God. idea. Yeah. I said to Jackie, oh, if, you, if you found out, I said to Jackie, if we found out that our child, as an adult, was doing that, do you think we should feel blame? And Jackie said, if we raised her the way we're raising her, all of a sudden she decided to start eating people. I mean, what the fuck? How is that awful? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I hear you. I kind of hear you. So not only the fact that if she started eating people is one thing, but the fact that you're so detached from your daughter that you don't even know she's eating people. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I mean, like, like if I was eating people growing up, my mm-hmm. mother would know. Yes, I would. Mama. Right. Well, I, you listen. Well, I mean, I you 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 nap on your mom's lap with your head sometimes as a thirty year old. So there's a very close relationship. My mom lives five hundred miles away and has ever since I was twenty two years old. So, but 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 seriously, let me ask you this, bro. So well, yeah. before you even get into that, what later on in it, he lived with his grandmother, right? And he was doing this in the house with his grandma, and she didn't. His know. grandma was in the oh, house. Oh, like oh, this God. guy. Was, I didn't this, get to that. I'm only on episode one. Okay, well, 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 well. Right. again, this is known. <laughs> this is just for this argument. All right. He was in his grandmother's house. Yeah. And he and he was doing this. He was having guys over at his grandmother's house. When I was growing up, if I brought somebody into the house, my parents knew, even if they were sleeping, someone was in the house. My mother slept so light. When I came home, she knew I was home. Right. And if I was talking to somebody else while I was home, she would have right. gone, who the fuck is that down there? Right. Yeah. These people, the Dahmer family, <laughs> gone. The whole family should go to prison. That that I totally get. I mean, you know, your mom would know. I, I, I'm saying I didn't, I'm only going by episode one where he's living in a dumpy apartment by himself. So, yeah. Yeah. And like, but even even if that even if that even if your mother came to that dumpy apartment, of course, yeah. But if no one came she, there, if she's just on the phone. All I'm saying too, you got to remember. And I'm not saying Dom is this, but we've all seen Silence of the Lamb. I would I would have an espresso or a cappuccino with uh, Hannibal Lecter if I didn't know the other side of him. I mean, you know, he played piano. He was a classy guy. He seemed like a fun guy to have a meal with. You would go to his apartment though. What? Hey, did you see the last Hannibal where he where he lived up there in the in the thing and the beautifully painted and stuff? I mean, he think no, a, no, a psychotic can hide that. I'm not. I'm, I'm saying maybe Dom's family never dropped by to see the pad. Maybe when he was on the phone with his dad, he was as normal as he is. I I don't know. I just I don't know, man. It's a it's a tough call. You, do you think the parents knew their son was eating people and they didn't say anything? No, no, no. They didn't know. That's what okay. I'm saying. It's why I'm, I'm upset with the parents is the fact that oh. they weren't in tune to the kid oh, enough totally. yeah, to, to find out that this kid was was ki- killing people. Right. Even, listen, there's another thing. They, this guy had drills and saws going in his house at 2 o'clock in the morning, and the woman next door is telling people, like, I'm sorry, if you hear power tools, and screaming at 2 a.m. in the morning. Right. You know, he ain't building a desk. 
You know? <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I know. Wait till you get into this. Because I, I, I think what we're going to do here, uh, one of the things we're going to do, Patrick, and maybe we could come up with a little chime, is we're going to do a, a Dahmer review every episode. Because since I've seen it already and you haven't, the next time we meet, I want to do another because cause you're, you're going to get into some shit here that we need to discuss. So right. we'll pump the brakes because you're only in on you know, one and a half episodes. I'm done with the whole thing. So uh, let's, let's pick that up the next, next episode. We'll do a Dahmer diary. All right. I am, I am looking forward to continuing. It was pretty creepy. But uh, even at the beginning, if I can just say in episode one, when the, yeah. guy, when the guy's running naked in the alleyway with the, with the handcuffs on, and he's like, help, help. You know, even that guy, and, and, and with the wrong cop around, he, he may not even want to hear your story, just think you're another crazy guy and throw you in the back of the car, and you'll be at some you know, Bellevue hospital chained to a bed, and everyone's like, yeah, okay, yeah, and, and then you drank the shit, and then he tried to, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I thought was going to happen when he, when he got uh, run down by the cops. He, uh, I thought they were going to pull him into the... Uh, jail because they thought he escaped from another police officer with the handcuffs you know yeah yeah exactly yeah so, yeah yeah so that was i was happy to see that though with the ding you know ding dong here we go and that, by the way if i'm a cop and i knock on your door and, and you once you know i'm a cop and all you give me is is the chain you're, you're guilty I'm already with my left hand texting my partner to go, go and get the chain cutters and call back up. <laughs> the fuck? You know? I mean, right out of the gate. If I, if you, because if you're innocent, you're opening that up. Anybody want a coffee or water? How you guys doing? You know? Can I come in? Because they ask. Yeah. What? Because they asked they ask them. Yeah. Can we come in? And, and, and the pause that he gave them. Again, I bust down the door, and right. that guy's that guy's on the ground in handcuffs while we search the apartment. That's it, man. That's it. Chris, if you say no, what do you think they're gonna go? Darn it, he got away. Yeah. We're gonna go get guys. We'll be right back. <laughs> We're gonna get more guys. Well, legally, legally, can they search your apartment without a search warrant? I, what do you think? Not, the, not now. Can't do it. Not the now. Uh. Well, you have to have, like, probable cause, you know what I'm saying? So, like, if I would think the smell would be enough, I'd be like, I got a guy here who says he tried to kill him. I'm at the door now, and I'm smelling meat. I'm kicking I'm kicking open the chain. You know, you know what I mean? But the world we live in now is like, you know, you get, you get a lawsuit because, you know, you're being judgmental because... Maybe their diet isn't yours, so you know, some religions, <laughs> some religions, they eat fucking raw goat. How do you know there wasn't raw goat in there? <laughs> I'm serious, bro. It's ridiculous now. Can't even keep up. <laughs> oh so. God! Why does everybody always want to leave me? <sighs> leave you? I need some fresh air. It stinks in here. Well, hey, I said I'd turn on the air conditioner. The Pete and Sebastian Show. <laughs> what do I wear? I only told you 12 times. The first dress that you put on is still your best find. We were speaking to podcasts earlier before we got on here. I did uh, 
Logan Paul's podcast. You know who this is? The the oh, Paul brothers. I know him from just seeing in the news he does these like fights with famous people like and but he's not he fought Mayweather he fought Mayweather and then his brother is a little bit more serious I think in the fighting scene he's been fighting a lot more people but uh but he's not a fighter per se isn't he like a uh some sort of a social media star yeah he's like a YouTube sensation this guy's been on YouTube I think since its inception and him and his brother has have used uh, social media to, you know, amass a, a huge following, fortune, the whole thing these guys are. And, and this is what I want to talk about because when I pulled up to the house for the podcast, when I walked in, right away I'm on camera. They got two camera guys right in my face, right, filming. There's so many people in this house, man. He's got his boxing trainer there, his managers there. There's, there's, I'd say about fifteen to seventeen people walking around the house for a podcast. Wow! And they're all like under the age of thirty. What's, what's Patrick energy- doing right now? Texting <laughs> Whitney Cummings, telling him what time we'll be over there. <laughs> we got one guy. He's texting his other show. <laughs> fifteen oh guys. That's an army, bro. And it's like it's like uh, you walk in. It, one, one guy's eating. You know, it's like there's it, well, there's so much going on. Yeah. In the house, and one guy asked me, he's like, "Where's your guys?" I go, "Where's my guys?" I go, "I'm the only one doing the. You you just want to interview me, right? I I came alone. <laughs> this is it. I don't got guys." I don't got anybody following me with a camera. I just got me in my my car. That's it. <laughs> that's but, no. That's uh, hilarious, man. There's no team. You got no team. No camp. No team. No. I got no camp. These guys got man. It's like, but you know, it's 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 cool to see this younger generation and how they move, man. It's like. Right. It's fast. Everybody's on their phone and doing this. And are we ready? Ready? Okay, we're gonna sit down. And it's high energy. And I come in there and half in a coma. You right. know me. I you know I don't get excited for nothing. I come in and and right away I'm hot. I'm boiling. Just because you know it's like when you get out of the shower, you get in the car, and then it's hot out, and then you get to the place. Okay. I'm already I'm already at you know 99 100 degrees just. 15 people in one room plus the lights. It's a lot of body heat. You thought you were going to be, you know, next to Logan with one light on you, sipping a drink, you know, of water or something. No. So, yeah. No, this, this is this is a – and there's a, there's a guy next to me, and there's another guy. There's three people on the podcast plus me, plus the lights, oh. plus the, a guy eating out of a trough. Oh, my so God. There's, there's, <laughs> there's a lot going on. So I want to know how you would handle this. I had a T-shirt on, and it was a light-colored T-shirt. And as soon as I sit down, we start talking. But all of a sudden, as I'm talking and as I'm getting going, because once you're on these things, also your level of adrenaline starts to kick in because you're like, okay, I'm on this podcast. I'm talking. I start sweating, bro, and it's bad. So bad that it's, it's, it's beating on my forehead. I could tell. 
You know, like it's one thing to be hot; it's another thing to feel it. Right, and right. I'm starting to feel feel it a drop. So in the middle of this thing, not in the middle, first first five minutes in, I go, I'm 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 dying here, I'm drenched, and then I hear them. And now they they gave me a uh, a paper towel to uh to towel off, right? Right. So I. So I'm, I'm wiping myself down like, like in the interview. <laughs> I'm doing wipe offs every three minutes with this, with this towel, and then I look down, bro, on the t-shirt. I got sweat strips underneath my tits on the t-shirt. It's showing through. It's bleeding. <laughs> And I didn't even make mention of it. And God knows what my armpits look like. Right. God knows. I, it's so bad that every time I go for the, a glass of water, I just I do one of these. It's not even a lean, so you could see it. It's it literally looked like an alligator arm just to get the thing and put it back, just so you right. wouldn't be able right. to see my. Oh, bro, I, I I look like Richard Pryor in one of his specials. You know, one, live right. on the sunset. Yeah. That's what I looked on <laughs> right, right, right. Well, let's listen. First of all, did you know you were gonna be on camera, or did you still you were talking? So no, I knew, I knew, I knew, I was, I knew I was gonna be on camera. I just didn't know I was gonna be sweating this much. I I can't help thinking that part of Logan Paul was looking at you as they were handing you the towel, paper towel, going, "If you had a camp, your camp would be getting you a real towel right now." That's what happens when you're solo, you know. If you had a camp, you could turn to your camp and be like, "I need a shirt." Boom, they're making calls. Someone's running down the hill to fucking, you know, get you. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You, you start the story off like, look at me, humble guy. All I have is my keys. By the end of it, you're fucking wiping your head with a fucking bounty. <laughs> your T-shirt's just soaked. You just, you just made a point to get your... Car. <laughs> I went to my car with no shirt on and a bath towel. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Oh man, you Listen, gotta, yeah, bro. I, I I'm not cut out for these podcasts. I'm not cut out for it, man. You know, like when yeah. we went on, uh, when remember on uh, Sirius XM? Where do we go with the the two guys? Oh yeah, uh, yeah Okerson yeah. and uh, what's his name? Jay Okerson and the uh, uh, other Dan. Guy. Dan Dan Sodeman, yeah, and and Big J, yeah, yeah exactly, great guys. Yeah. Thank God you were there, because you you carried us through that whole podcast. I, you know, no, you talked. I don't know. Yeah, every once in a while I chime in, but I, what are you going to ask me? The same things, right? If there's the same thing. This, it's the same mm-hmm. questions, and I'm just saying it in a different way. I just don't. Mm-hmm. I even tell them on the podcast I ain't cut out for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they gotta know. You're great. It's just a certain way, but I gotta ask you this too. Even when we did like Big J and them, or like I'm going to do, I'm going to do Adam Ferraris after this because apparently, yeah. and I like Adam. He's a great guy and a funny guy. We're supposed to be doing. I'm told you got to Thad from England. My boys always like you got to do more podcasts to promote your podcast. But even when I go on with Adam, right, and we're gonna go down memory lane. Um, remember this club, remember that club. And we'll have some laughs. Is anybody gonna go? I got to listen to this other podcast, people. No, they're going to go, 
hey, Adam had another good guess. Can't wait till the next, you know, it's like, and, and again, you know, I'm not saying I, I like Adam a lot. I'm looking forward to doing it, but I just don't think I'm making, I'm making people turn the dial, as they say, but maybe. Listen, maybe you'll get some uh, other followers from that podcast, but it, you got to come out with a story that's so unbelievable that people go, I got it. I got it tune into this guy this guy's unbelievable my opinion what i'm saying on podcasts is just like a story about my career right uh yeah when i was on the weighted tables at the four seasons and then i got to do this and then i did that and then I did this and then there's a couple funny lines there but no, no one's walking away going jesus christ this guy's got a podcast I got... the only way that's gonna happen is if if you we're on the podcast interviewing me. That's the only way. <laughs> but that's like the last thing you are is that on, on the on the show. I mean, you know, there's so much coming to the table. But I I hear I hear your point, man. It's like uh, I don't you know. Yeah. And even even if I did for me, if even if I go on another cast, even if I had a great story to kind of you're saying, oh, my God, what a great story. I got as I'm saying it in my head, I'll be going. I, I gotta save this for our cast. What am I doing? And, and I, I I back out of it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I would be saying for those stories? As I was telling a story, like the De Niro story we did on uh, Patreon about you know my De Niro story. Yeah, yeah. That De Niro story I tried to tell again on this podcast. I did a different De Niro story about me crying, uh, but not necessarily the you know the line line. Right. I did that, and it just. When you're telling the story, you know the room is like, especially with these young kids, they got no attention span. And my stories, they're like a souffle. They right? really are. Need, they really they need, are. They need time to like bake. Of course. And with these young kids, man, if you don't get the story out in 10 seconds, they're on their Instagram oh. going, this fucking guy's boring. You know? oh. <laughs> <laughs> and they're probably already halfway through your story thinking to themselves, I can't wait to ask them what Robert De Niro was like. Did they ever get breakfast together? <laughs> you know, the difference is, and when I go out from our show, I know you don't go out as much anymore because these shows are so big. But when I say hi after the shows like this past week, had a ball in Connecticut, uh, you know, the things these people say, like, they're like, they feel like they know us because they're like, dude, I listen to every week. You know, one guy's like, I'm on my lawn. The other one, I love it. I love hearing this stuff. But they, they literally feel like they know us because we share so much and they hear it all the time. So by the time you're telling them the narrow story about crying, I mean, they've been listening for years. They know the journey to get to that point. And, it, you know, and it's not just this isolated yeah. story of you being with De Niro. It's a whole big funny-ass thing, man, that's, you know, yeah. fucking cut. God. Bro, I saw a couple of comments, too, when I posted, and one guy's like, oh, you're laughing too hard. Wasn't that funny? Who is so angry and miserable in their life that they send a comment that I'm laughing too hard? Holy shit. Get a fucking life, guy. I can take a critique, but I mean that you mad at people because they're laughing. I get jealous. Like when I landed in, in back in America, you ever have this? And the plane lands, and then everyone's phone starts getting texts beeping that they yeah. did. I get nothing. People next to me, they're beeping, they're lighting up. I'm like, who the fuck do these people know? I got nothing. I got not one person going. Welcome back to the states. 
These people are like, oh, by the way, you ever see the person uh, laughing while they're looking at something on their phone? Oh. Oh. oh, my God. Is that a real laugh? Now, talk about getting pissed off. You, you just got pissed off because someone was laughing too hard. And you just. <laughs> but I don't tap him on the shoulder and go, let me see what you're laughing at. That, that guy. <laughs> you know? Although I, 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 I do always look at them and in my head, I'm like, I guarantee I wouldn't think what you're laughing at. It's funny if I read that. <laughs> so, let me ask you, because I've heard that. And I've also I've also heard, you know, people laughing at a movie on a plane, which which again bothers me. You know, you ever hear the guy behind you going, come on, I, bro, it, one got away from me. I was watching this Nick Cage movie coming back from Berlin and one got away from me for a second where I went, like that. I got away. Oh, God. I know, bro. I wasn't happy with it. I wasn't happy with it, but <laughs> What if it's your movie, man? <laughs> I don't care fuck what, what movie it is. If you're on an airplane, if you're on an airplane, you find something funny, you smile. That's it. You, you, you don't let out a, <laughs> oh. Oh. this guy, this guy, the whole ride, I don't know, it was two and a half hours. With the <laughs> and I'm going, Bro, oh. there's no fun. There's no movie this funny, man. <laughs> that would be, that's. I don't know. I know you do the private with the shows now. I don't know if you've gone private to another country yet, but uh, you, you, no. uh, man, you fly international, bro. By the end of the flight, it's like, are we one big family? Holy shit. There is a breakdown of society over the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> I mean, just a complete breakdown. It goes from a flight to survival. Holy shit. Animal. Guys, is it okay for a man on an international flight to take off his shoes if he keeps his socks on. Okay? And because uh, Okay. Mm -hmm. You could take your shoes off on a plane. Okay. If you're seated. Yes. Once you get up, you need to put your shoes back on. And if you decide to walk around the plane, you can't walk around in, in your socks. What kind of man can't keep his shoe on? For, for, for if it came to it for 24 hours, what kind of man is sitting in a chair with all these people around? You got kids with you, got your kid. What, what if the plane all of a sudden hits turbulence and we're going nosediving? You're going to be putting your fucking Adidas on, trying. I mean, it's. A, and then the, not only was the guy to take, I can't take that. I mean, my daughter's like, can I take my shoes off? Of course you can. You're nine, right? <laughs> then not only is his shoes off, <clears throat> I don't know if we brought this up before. He's doing the uh, foot-on-foot rub, like rubbing his feet together to massage each one with the sake, mm. with the sockies on. Oh, my God. What are we, cuddling oh. in a fucking sleeping bag? Hey. I saw that. I just saw that. I took a, fl I took a flight back from Oakland uh, to L.A. yesterday. A woman had her sandals on. She took the sandal off, and she scratched her shin with her big toe, uh, I'm like, it's a woman, guy. It's a woman. What do you it's mean? A, it's a woman. It's it's not even the same. It's a different species. It's not the same animal. I don't look at it the same. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I, I think I think it's okay for a woman to do that a little bit. I mean, you know. all right. I, I, I didn't find it good. It was like the, the feet. The, the feet weren't maintained. 
if it was a beautiful woman and she took her sandal off and the foot was beautiful and she decided to rub her th- oh that's uh, hot yeah. this one had fucking look like you know like uh rhinoceros skin on her you're bringing up a great bottom point. of her feet yeah yeah and it was like sandpaper bro <laughs> you're bringing up a great point when i say that about women it's under the assumption nine out of ten women put some serious time and effort into their feet but just because you're a woman doesn't mean it makes it okay. You have to be falling no. under like I mean, I bro, I've seen, I've seen eighty year old women's feet that I would still eat a meal off of if I had to. So it, <laughs> you could keep your foot up, honey. You know what I'm saying? It's it's part it's it's part of the package. I'm sorry. You know, I got my own shit to deal with. Women got to take care of the feet. Men, we okay. should never see them, bro. Never see them. I agree. We've been through that. I agree. Give me some other things you saw on this flight, international, that you were either repulsed by or you did. What what do you got? How about this one? Because you're flying international, they serve food, right? Which I didn't bank on it, and I'm glad I didn't. It was like crap, right? So first, I got two things. The first one that's appalling, I find, is coming home, they were giving out hot cheeseburgers, right? What with your dish, you got a whole thing. Guy in front of me, he's got his family with him. <clears throat> uh, the flight attendant's halfway down the aisle. She's already given us all the cheeseburgers. He's walking. I'm like, where's he going? He gives her a tap. I don't hear what he says. Then I hear her turn around. She goes, I'm sorry, sir. I can't, I can't give you another cheeseburger until I make sure everybody on the plane gets their cheeseburger. I'm like, oh, my. Guy, guy, what do you think? This is a Ponderosa? All you can eat? You got your fucking cheeseburger. We'll be in Newark in two hours. You're not going to stall. Are you kidding me? Who would who would go back and beg for a second burger on a United flight? <laughs> can I get another one? That was yummy. Guy, what is this? A fucking 4th of July barbecue guy? <laughs> I mean, we're already having internal talks about United shutting down the fucking meal plan altogether internationally. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, I found that embarrassing as shit. And it was for him, too. It wasn't even like his little boy was doubly starving. And then, little white trash on my part. What's your take on this? Flying to Berlin. We got three seats here in a row, me, Sadie, and Jackie. Sadie and Jackie are out like lights, sleeping. Uh, flight attendant comes with the hot dish food, which we've never, we even brought our own food we had in a bag because it was a nine-hour flight. But, hey, you know, I haven't gotten a hot meal on a plane since 1979. I got to see what this is about. <laughs> so what you take, uh, I didn't want them to be left out, so I opened up my tray and took all three, did a three-stack, waited for them to wake up a half hour later. And pointed to our shit. You know what I'm saying? So I couldn't decide people walking by going, oh, my God, he's saving the fucking hot lasagna. So when they wake up, it's ready for them. I, I mean, because they don't I, that, the way it is in economy. If you don't get it when they're giving it, it's not like we'll keep it warm in the oven. When they wake up, you just mosey on down your slippers and we'll pull it out for you. Get it now. or don't get it at all. Well, if I was on the plane and I didn't know you and I glanced over and you had a three stack on your on your trade table, I go look at his ass. He has for three He has for three for himself. Jesus Christ. He's bitching up the guy with the burger. He, he just got three entrees. Oh. Oh man. Uh 
and I didn't know that was the rule that they're sleeping, and I thought if they're sleeping, you could just put their tray table down. I could have, but the way they were sleeping, they they were all over each other. I couldn't have put their trays down without the you know. Then they would have rolled over. Everything would have went everywhere. So, yeah, and I, I I don't see that. I don't see that being that white trash. So yeah, other than that, you know, there's a there's a whole big thing we gotta we gotta get into. And I don't know if I'll save it for Patreon. I love the idea to travel log, but I feel like people are already annoyed that I said that. I'm, I'm, you know what I mean? <laughs> we're too good. We're like Robin Hood's guy. We just keep giving to the people. By the way, last thing I want to ask you, I, I know we try not to get political, so I'm not gonna get into any of the the fact that our president said hello to somebody who wasn't even alive anymore. But my my question to you is. Because we're not, because uh, I saw that great article in the Daily Wire where they even gave us kudos for being a podcast that doesn't do that, right? Yeah. As everything keeps going forward the way it seems to be going, if you ever just take a glance at the news, are we just going to be like uh, the 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 band in the Titanic? We're just going to keep talking about flights and tipping and shit right up until my house gets hit. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> right? much. Okay. This is the way. This was. It's it's going to go. It's going to go. Uh, International flights. I did a podcast. I'm sweating, and then a bomb in the backyard. <laughs> That's our show, baby. Nothing but laughs, bro. Nothing but laughs. Did I tell you about my dad talking about how oh. the guy was watering the tree? No. Did I tell you this story? No. All right. So my dad was here for a week, and um. By the way, I got to bring this book up here. The next cast, I'll do it. It's not even out yet. Will Gadara, Unreasonable Hospitality. That's the name of the book. This guy ran 11 Madison Park Restaurant in New York. I don't know if you ever heard of it. No, I haven't. And now it's time for Pete and Sebastian's recommendations. That shit's hot, man. It's a nice, that's a nice touch. Hey. <laughs> so this guy basically is all about hospitality. Giving the guests above and beyond what's expected. That's the way I kind of try and live my life when it comes to hospitality. My dad likes to read the newspaper in the morning. So each morning, I had three newspapers here for him to knock out, right? Just the little things. He loves it. I mean, he just it's three hours there. He's knocking out articles. And he don't remember what the fuck he's reading, but he when, when he's reading it, he remembers, right? So we're sitting out there, and I got a lot of yard work going on. I got the pool, the whole thing. But the gardeners are watering a tree. And he goes to me, you know, he's watering it the wrong way. You know that, right? And this is how my dad is. Like, if he finds something that's not right in my house or in my life, he will point it out, but then ask me, you know that's wrong, right? He knows I don't know, (laughs) right? Right, right. So I go, what do you mean? He's watering it the wrong way. He goes, you're not supposed to water a tree at, the where the where the tree goes into the ground. I go, where are you supposed to water it? He goes, you know where the roots are? 
the roots of that tree are the width of the tree. So if the branches are out here, you just draw a line from that branch, and that's where the roots are in the ground. He goes, so those branches are three feet from the actual trunk of the tree. You got to water the tree three feet away from the trunk. Did you notice? No, I usually do a blast where the trunk meets the, meets the ground. It's wrong. Now, I'm sitting there, and I'm going, this, this can't be right. right. I look it up. This motherfucker's right. Oh, hey, man. I believe you. You're it. supposed to water a tree around the tree. It's unbelievable. Not directly. <laughs> my, my father-in-law right. didn't even know that. Uh, now, next time I see my father-in-law, I'm going to be like, hey, what the fuck are we doing with these trees? So we keep hitting the trunk. <laughs> unbelievable. I thought my father-in-law knew everything. So, I mean, you telling the guy now, though, or you just... That's my question. Do you go up to the guy? This is a landscaping company. Right. And, you know, these, these, these guys don't own the company. They're just laborers. But do I call the head of the company and go, I want my money back for last week and the weeks prior? Because this guy ain't right. Water my trees. Listen, you're not going to get a refund on your water, especially not in California. But uh, I'd say moving forward, if you want me to explain myself, I will. But I'll just tell you, I'd rather have him water a donut around my tree and stop hitting the trunk. If you want in a while, I'll tell you. But you guys are doing it wrong. Guy, again, you know how many emails you're going to get? I mean, the drought going on, you're watering trees, not even grass, full trees. I thought hey. those things just survive anything. Well, let me ask you this. How many times a week do you do laundry at the house? It's like almost always on. So it's, it's always turning constantly. Not me. Okay. Not me. Jackie. Okay. It's always there. Okay. Mine too. Always on. So I made an announcement in the house. Once a week, we're doing laundry. All right? Wow. Once a week. Like, how many? So Lana's like, what do you mean once a week? I go, I don't know. We were doing it every day. You know, the kids, yeah. Lana, yeah. this, that. Yeah. Okay, sweating this, put it in the laundry, it's done. <laughs> you know, it's America, guy. Huh. That's how we do it. <laughs> I mean, every time I go to my closet, I like a full repertoire. I want Everything locked and loaded. I want everything to be. You ever go to look for a shirt and it's in the wash? It's like my mind is blown. I'm like, it's my wife. What am I supposed to say? But I want to be a baby. Where's the V-neck? Where's the deep V? What the fuck? I got plans. So, I mean, don't change your mind. What are you doing? Come on. They got to change the water system. I don't know what they're doing in this country. You know, figure it out. I'm getting killed on water over here. Really? Right? Killed. Man. If I told you my water bill, you'd fall out of your seat. All right. So I said, all right, once a week we're doing laundry. So this is last week was the first full week. Bro, you should see it down there. Fucking beautiful. I got these piles of shit. Really? Really? Now, Lana goes, this this can't continue. We at least got to do it twice. I go, why? She goes, I don't have any underwear. I go, you don't have over six pairs of underwear? If you were to guess, how many underwear do you have in your drawer right now? 
I'd probably say I could do about a 12 to 13 day run, maybe maybe 14 days. Okay. That that's I think that like Patrick, how many underwear do you got in your drawer? Two, three, maybe. Okay. I got about I'd say about anywhere between 21 and 30 pairs of underwear. Wow. At all. Well, not at all times, but like, you know. Yeah, I got about 14. No, if I, I get got, down I, to the, after, after the seventh one, is down. No, I'm there two with weeks. But let me ask you this. Do you go in your, do you have like a least favorite pair of underwear in there where you go, oh, fuck, I got to put this one on because you don't have it? Like, is no, it, I just is got ranked. I, Jackie says I got to do more of a flow because I keep using the same seven so they wear out quicker. Mm-hmm. Nah, there's only one that's like polka dotty. I dig it, but I got to make sure I don't wear it where someone could see it that I don't want to see it. But other than that, they're all boxes, though, but, you know, like uh, briefs or whatever. But, bro, um, I, I shouldn't have said what I said about the water in this country. I know it is what it is, but um, how's this going to play out long term? You know what I'm saying? Like, are they trying to figure out um, where to get more water in California? I don't understand. And, and and maybe this I'm just naive, just like the Mother Teresa thing. I didn't know she was a nun. <laughs> but <laughs> have they figured out how to take ocean water and filter it? I we talked about this. Apparently, it's very expensive to do. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just, it's just ironic. You know what I mean? You guys got no water. Then they, we got a hurricane on the other part of the country. You would think somehow, you know. Why don't we get pipes going? Even or get, get pipes going all throughout the country. So if North Dakota gets a huge rainfall, the whole country got that rainfall. We just got pipes flowing that everywhere. I can't listen. I can't come up with yeah. everything. It's unbelievable. I didn't even go to MIT, and I'm like, <laughs> sob shit left and right with well, coffee. What do you think? A hurricane like that happens. It'd be nice to have a filtration system built under the city where all that water comes in. As soon as it's coming in, it's actually going, you know, like the drainage actually keeps up with the amount of water that comes in right. to the land. And it, then they take rainwater, siphon that out. Next thing you know, you're taking a shower next week with Hurricane Ida water. Oh, I love it. I love it. I mean, somehow it bypasses the homes. And next thing you know, they're growing three-foot fucking corn in Nebraska because they're <laughs> irrigating that shit. I'm right there with you, bro. I mean, you know. Like Ida would, would, would go through through the whole – is there a way they could – listen, I mean, we're, we're talking, of course, fantasy. But is there a way they could take hurricane water that comes into the land and then fil- filter that and then everybody in the United States – gets the benefit of of that type of rainwater. I don't know. I mean, we're this this is this is we're we're going above and beyond comedy podcasts. This is almost now like a science. This yeah. is like a science podcast. <laughs> I, know. I mean shit. They should play this podcast in this. schools to to ignite the intelligentsia Just. of people who have a brain. Just to get them churning, thinking about this kind of stuff because right now all these college kids are focused on social issues. And there ain't going to be any water to parch their throat if they want to protest 10 years from now. So we should all <laughs> put, the, put the socialists aside for a second, figure out how we're going to get some water to all these other places. You know what I'm saying? 
Man, unbelievable. Has it been like this, like, ever since, like, even, like, when Fleetwood Mac and the Mamas and the Papas were making albums up in the Hollywood Hills, when, like, Mama Cass would go to the bathroom with, like, fucking, you know, uh, Mick Fleet would be like, don't flush, Mama Cass, there's a water shortage. You know, did this go that far back, you know? Was you Hefner going, listen, we're going to have everyone over, but we can't go in the pool. It's only half filled. Fucking A. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I would like to go. I would like to go back and do a s- deep dive on the amount of rainfall over the course of the last fifty years yeah. in the city of Los Angeles, and see. Fifty years ago was actually Patrick. Can you look this up? Fifty years ago, can you give us a brief synopsis of the trend of rainfall over the last fifty years in L.A. Because like, I don't know. I wasn't here 50 years ago. Were they going through this? Uh, well, there wasn't know, also as then? many There wasn't as many people here either. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like where you live right now, you know, all those homes, that was all, you're not, there's it's nothing there apparently. It was like no traffic. It was crazy. Different time. So. Different time. But I just, even if you want to go this this far into it, per capita, you know, the amount of rainfall to the amount of people. Right. You know, if you want to go even that far, again, man, I don't know if you get this on any other comedy podcast where we're yeah. doing per capita shit. I mean, it's just that's that's right. You're <sighs> saying I need to know. I would tell my team I need to know back in 1955, anyone who was living in the in the Los Angeles area, what was the average amount of water they were drinking and flushing with and showering with a year? And if they go, oh, it's about two thousand gallons per person. Okay, what are we up to now? 2,000 gallons per per. Yeah. All right, then let's, enough with the fucking scary tactics. We're going to be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why I have eliminated the amount of times we're doing uh, our laundry, and then I'm taking that water and watering the trees with it. So it's it's like conserving here, but, you know, like... I'm just trying to limit limit the water that we're using. Here's here's what I'm doing, and this might be a little gross, but I like to take ice plunges, right? So I fill up the bathtub, and I fill it up with ice, all right? Right. I don't drain that water. I keep it in there for the next day, and I sit in it again. Now, I take a shower after this, right. but... Right. I don't want to fill up the entire bathtub again with water. I use the same. (laughs) Bro, that's like, I don't even think they're doing that in Sweden, guy. Pat yourself on the back for that. Pat yourself on the back for that. I mean, that's, that's, that's impressive. I do the, uh, the, you ever see that Huey Lewis video when he says, I want a new drug. And he's, he's, it's a famous video where he's putting on the red suit to go do a show, but he's hung over. So he cracks the ice cubes in the sink fills the sink up with water and does a face dip i showed sadie that one time on video and sometimes when she's having a rough morning and getting ready for school i'm like want to do the huey lewis face dip and then i go down <laughs> i go down and I, I crack him in a sink <laughs> boom but yeah the full body one and, re, and, and and recouping the water that's huge bro i mean right there there were people about to to, to, to hit the keyboard about your tree and then they're like oh he's reusing the top he's reusing the top <laughs> He's reusing he's bath water. <laughs> yeah, this I mean, guy's amazing. That's unbelievable, man. Yeah, that's above and beyond, bro. That's above oh, and beyond. Do, 
Do we got any data? Yeah. Right now, we average 12 inches of rain per year in L.A., and in 1995, it was 15 inches per year. Three, three inches less. That's like, it seems three like inches a, less. Right. You know, is, that, is that a lot? That, all that telling me is that next year, you're going to get 18 inches. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know. It all evens out in the war. Listen, right? I'm, 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 at my age, what do I have to gain to believe in global warming? I'm way better off not believing in it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I could see a 10-year-old caring, oh. but no. No, you're supposed to care. For, you're supposed I to know, care. I know, my kid. I know, my kid. For your kids. I do so care. I really do age. care. I really do care. And um, I do recycle and I do all that. But sometimes with the weather, I just think like... A lot of this stuff seems to be having always happened, you know. Seems like it has. Yeah, well, some of it. We, we'd have we'd have we'd have to do some research on that. But I am green, um, guy. I'm green as can be, bro. Recycle. I was only kidding, folks. I don't I don't want to get into a whole thing. Just take that part out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. This this is coming out this week, right? It's coming out tonight. So listen, I got cool. a couple couple things I want to tell people. Yeah. Uh, Las Vegas at the Wynn Hotel this weekend. Two shows on Friday. No, two shows on Saturday. Two shows on Sunday. Memorial or uh, Columbus Day. By the way, can we say Columbus Day anymore? That's on Monday. So you got the you got the weekend, long weekend. Come out to Wynn, Las Vegas. Still some tickets left. Uh, also going to be in Atlantic City. Uh, later on in November, also Windsor, Ontario, and just added a show in New Hampshire on December 4th, I believe. It's a Sunday night. Uh, tickets at SebastianLive.com. Patreon, five bucks a month. Go to Patreon, Pete Sebastian Show. Uh, a lot of people wanted the video of that, that, that meat technique that I do. I posted that up there. Pete's going to be posting some stuff from Berlin. We're going to do a Berlin Patreon episode, and you're going to find out what the hell happened to Pete in Germany. Uh, he did mention online that there was a lack of deodorant amongst yeah. the population. Oh, yeah. Looking to get in. Full <laughs> walkthrough. I'll give you a listen. I'll give you a full walkthrough of Berlin. Absolutely. And uh, that's it. You got any other final uh, parting words? Just uh, go to PeteCorielli.com. I start a theater run October 29th in Cleveland, and it goes Gramercy Theater in New York City, Shank Hall in Milwaukee, all the way through to February. If you go to PeteCorielli.com, you can click on to the ticket link right there. And uh, that's it, brother, man. Good hanging out. There you have it. We will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening and watching the Pete and Sebastian show. We are done. The show has ended. I could see if maybe the guy looked like Brad Pitt and he's sitting there holding yeah. a cleaver in his left hand going, ah, the fridge broke, the meat went everywhere. You go, all right, you're stunning. Where's the bed? Um. <laughs>